Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk 107.1, everything entertainment, everything Oprah. Today's show is for adults only. Mm. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Uh-oh. Sorry, Oprah. Yeah. Uh, I'm Jason, Lex, Don, and Kenny. We have a fun uh, 7 o'clock ahead. Coming up in just a little bit, uh, Dawn. It's Friday. It's, it's Friday. And uh, Alexis and Dawn saw the Kristen Bell Netflix show. That's With number one. Name. Yeah. <laughs> the woman in the, the, window. The, the woman in aisle four. Oh, the staring woman in the window. In the house across the street from okay. the woman in the window. That. Okay. Yeah. I'm very curious about that. So there we go. And then, uh, and just like that's season finale, and yeah. if we get to it, or maybe we'll save it for Monday, I uh, watched uh, the latest RuPaul, uh, UK versus the World. I checked it out too, Jace. Did you? Yes. Oh, yeah, there it is yeah, yeah. on the sheet there. Okay. And then at the end of the hour, or maybe a little bit earlier, um, I saw Jackass Forever last night. So a big fat movie review. Oh, so I can't yeah. wait to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, Some so of the big stunts like whoa. You have no idea. You have no idea. Uh, but first, um, <laughs> I haven't said this in I don't know a year and a half, uh, two years. I don't know when the last time we did it or the well, Olympics for the happened. Winter Olympics, yeah. Yeah, it's been it's been a few years, but ladies and gentlemen, it is time once again. I love this for the Alexis Thompson Winter Olympics update, not live in China, but live from the intersection of Minneapolis and St. Paul. Good morning, Alexis. Yes, good morning. There is a line here in the building that you could have one foot in Minneapolis and one foot in St. Paul. It's so cool. Uh, But we are firmly on the St. Paul side right now. Lots of stuff from the Olympics. Of course, kicked off 17 days of competition and controversy. Uh, Our curling team, this is pretty cool. Mixed doubles wins 8-7 to Mm -hmm. uh, with an extra end thriller. It's quite a sight to see. The U.S. team leads now um, for figure skating. Uh, Nathan Chen, he uh, won the short program. Got his personal best with 111.71 points. This is the second highest ever score recorded in the short program. So that was pretty cool. Uh, Denmark had their first women's hockey team compete for the very first time, which Mm -hmm. was awesome. This is history, of course, for Denmark. 
Uh, Let's see. Yes. Also, some sad news. Brianna Decker, a U.S. hockey star, was watching this. It was very hard to hear her screaming from the ice. And then all of the nurses and the medics came out in, like, complete, you know, COVID gear with the blue medical stuff. Uh, She was screaming agony because uh, she got injured the first hockey game there. Uh, She's out for the rest of the season, although uh, the United States women's hockey team did defeat Finland. Five to two. Please tell me she did not get cut. She didn't no, get cut, did not she? cut. No, not cut. No, no, but okay. yeah. yeah, awful, awful. Not, not good there. Also, I watched some of the moguls last night, and seeing them, how? Wow, that is a very fast-moving event. Uh, they go down about twenty moguls. Then there's a ramp, and they have to do a flip. Then they have to land and then yeah. do about 20 more moguls. Do oh, yeah, another I remember this event. It's yeah, very yeah. exciting. Wow. Winter Olympics are the best. Oh, it's yeah. so fun to see. That'll so really shake you loose, won't it? Oh, yeah. Yes, they're doing three little jumps there in the middle and then end. <laughs> Speaking of being lactose well. intolerant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Too many hot tamales. Yeah. Uh-huh. You got to eat those afterward. <laughs> That's your treat for doing yeah. well on those moguls. Uh, but it's really fun to watch and... Um, just really cool. Of course, there's controversy around it being in China. A lot yep. of people getting COVID. A lot of athletes are out. Um, so there's that, too. Lex, <laughs> yeah. can you give us any spoilers? Um, anything that's going to air tonight that we can give away so people uh, oh, no. oh, will I, know already? Kenny, Kenny. Kenny. Knows our fight Come on, words. let's do it. Let's no. do it. Oh, no, Kenny. No, no intel. Nope, nope. The Alexis Thompson Olympic <laughs> update, not live from China, no. doesn't dabble in that nonsense, Kenny. Alright, I'll play yeah. along. Yeah. Sorry, Kenny. Um, but we'll have a very comprehensive report on Monday because there's <laughs> a lot of competition going down. So 7 o'clock. That's my plans. I love watching right there. Oh, Anybody so else fun. here? Thank goodness, because I don't like it. Oh, would, right. Would yeah. you guys, wouldn't, doesn't curling look like fun? Yes. Oh, yeah. Dur- can I tell you, Director Leo over here loves curling. Oh, God loves curling. That's all well, he talks Jason about. Jason show needs to get out and do some curling. You've curled, we did. right? Oh, you I've did. curled twice. We just It's funny. We just re-aired. We do a Throwback Thursday segment, and I've done two curling segments, one with Leo uh, and one another, and uh, with Schuster, uh, Olympian, who's going to be at the Olympic, who's carried the torch this year. Anyway, um, uh, I've done it. I enjoyed it. I'm not good at it. Do you understand the scoring? Mm. No, not at all. I, I have a feeling I don't understand. I, I don't understand scoring in football, so I this is I don't understand this. Yeah. My sense is I could be a curler or play curling or whatever it's called for years and years on end and not be able to understand the scoring. I don't yeah. get the scoring. I don't either. And, and the sweeping and everything, but it's just fascinating to watch. I love watching it. Yeah, um... especially when they're yelling down the ice. What? 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 Yeah, I know. Ryan, yeah. What does that mean? Ryan Perpich, formerly. Uh, from the Don and Steve show, now down in the newsroom, he's on a curling team. Oh, that doesn't surprise me. He's so precious. No, not at all. He's yeah. so what? Precious. Precious. Oh, precious. Is curling yeah. a precious sport? No, but Ryan is. 
<laughs> what did I used to call him? I used to have a little really creep. Little yeah, creep. Little creep. Yeah, little yeah. creep. Yeah, little yeah. creep. <laughs> Seven, again, uh, stay tuned on Monday for, as Alexis puts it, a comprehensive update <laughs> for the Alexis Thompson Olympic update, not from China, but from Minneapolis, St. Paul. Uh, when we come back, some TV talk. Uh, Kristen Bell's new Netflix show, Alexis and Dawn, check that out. And I watched the season finale of And Just Like That next. Happy New Year from Hughes Dental. Here's the deal. If you're thinking about ringing in the new year with a beautiful new smile, call my friend, Dr. Amy Hughes. She is a five-star rated dentist. And she's one of 10 accredited cosmetic dentists in the state of Minnesota. That's great. I actually Googled what people are saying about her, and our friend Dr. Amy is doing it right. Listen to what Deb says about her experience with the team at Hughes Dental. After my dentist of several years retired, I went on a thorough search for a new doctor. After several unsatisfactory experiences, I found Dr. Amy Hughes. I've been seeing her and Jackie for over a year and a half through major dental procedures, including implants, extractions, and crowns. I'm so fortunate to have found them. They are professional, knowledgeable, friendly, Friendly and timely. I'm so pleased with my dental work and highly recommend them. I jumped on the Google too, and here's what RJ said. My veneers look and feel perfect. I chose Dr. Hughes because of her excellent cosmetic dentistry credentials, real patient case examples, and the incredible office and staff. The results were amazing, and I get compliments at least weekly. You can see some of Dr. Amy's patients' beautiful new smiles on her website, HughesDental.com. While you're on her website, check out the free video consult. And be sure to let the team know that Jason told you that Hughes Dental is the only choice for your smile makeover. When you're moving your body around and around. And now on Jason and Alexis in the Morning, a message from our sponsor. From like the 70s or 80s. How do you handle a hungry man? The manhandlers. He's working up an appetite a manhandler can handle. Looks like my boy's grown up. He's ready for Campbell's manhandlers. Like beef soup, juicy beef, and sun-ripened vegetables. A big tasting soup. A man-sized part of a man's meal. The manhandlers. The manhandlers. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. Manhandlers from Campbell's Women Need Not Apply. Welcome back, everybody. (laughs) Jason and Alexis in the morning. That was from 1979. Rude. 1970, yeah. 1978, rather. I'm sorry. Yeah, manhandlers from Campbell's. <laughs> Don't bother trying to eat it, women. Don't you dare. It's a man soup Uh-oh. for our man hands. I yeah, love that. was my favorite part. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> our man hands. Our man hand soup. We work hard, so we deserve a man soup. And women, what do we want? Dainty soup? Exactly. You want you, you want tickle antiperspirant. That's what you want. Yes. <laughs> what is this? A taste test? Taste test. I'm in. Oh, can I just try a little sample? Give me a taste. Just a bit. Just a taste. It tastes cheesier. Let your taste decide. Jason and Alexis present TV taste test. Give me a taste. 
Alexis and Dawn tried the number one Netflix show right now. A woman in aisle four staring at a woman <laughs> in produce <laughs> while holding a zucchini. Uh, Lex, what, what is squash? What is yeah? What is this yeah, called? It's the woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window. It is number one on Netflix, and um, wow, I've watched the first episode. I'm gonna watch it more this weekend because uh, I'm watching it with my husband, and uh, wow. It's a satire. I'm confused a lot of the time, and it's very scary, too. On top of that, I know it's supposed to be funny, and they're making fun of all of the Lifetime kind of scary movies, um, but she, her name is Anna. She has, her daughter has passed away, and this is a few years ago. Because of that, her marriage has broken up, and this guy moves across the street. He's hot. He doesn't have a wife, but has a daughter around the same age. And she kind of has different images and different things that are going on and then realizing, no, that's I'm just seeing that or I'm just hearing that. And then there's this figure at the top in the attic. I'm thinking, oh, oh my gosh, this is so scary. It really is. I know it's supposed to be funny. And then all the women at the at the school think she's crazy. And because you know, she comes oh, to school, she drops her kid off with yeah sure. a robe on. And she's drinking so much wine. She fills it up to the brim. <laughs> it is so funny. She takes it's a good. whole bottle. Like she has one of those wine glasses that fits a whole bottle. Yeah. You know how big wine glasses have gotten? Yeah. She keeps yeah. pouring and then she puts it all the way to the top to where she has to sip the top <laughs> off to get it. It's hilarious. Oh my it's gosh. It's just a parody of everything. Oh, Don, yeah. yeah. I'm laughing, but when I really think about the themes of it, it's kind of terrifying. Well, yeah, I think that um, once you watch more, I've watched four. Oh, you have. Okay, yeah, good. Uh, it's just going to be more evident to you how much they're making fun of these same tropes that we see in these movies. And it was okay. supposed to be just called The Woman in the House. But Kristen Bell insisted that it be called The Woman in the House across the street from The Woman in the Window. So people made sure to get caught their attention and they knew that it was a parody I- it's I, very clever. It of worked. Her. Yeah, it is very clever because I'm. In, I I saw the title and I immediately stabbed was on the carousel. You're like, you know, on, on your Netflix thing. Yeah. That's what <laughs> they call it. It's a lot of words, and it's Kristen Bell, so it should be kind of good. Yeah, it's good. It's a dark comedy, and um, there so are moments that are so funny. She has a phobia of something that is so <gasps> ridiculous. Um, also, she does a lot of flashbacks. Um, her husband left her. Her daughter okay. died. And you're like, God, how can you make that funny? Um, his profession is really funny. And there's a moment where she has a flashback about um, take your child to work day. And is what he, a he does. No, oh. I'm not going to say I don't want to ruin it. Okay. But it's just not, not an appropriate yet. place for a child to be <laughs> at all. And you're like, oh, my God. What are they doing? Um, and just uh, her watching, uh, she drinks a lot of wine. And it's like she also takes pills because she's on medication. Um, and then the neighborhood ladies, there's just like, oh, God. they're so catty and bitchy. 
Um, it is really, really funny. Once you get into it, you will not want to stop watching it. I just oh. keep... Oh, yeah. I That's seriously. a good sentence. Okay, you I like hearing wait. that. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. And they're only 26 minutes. That's the other thing. They're quick. Whoa. Yes. Um, now, Will Ferrell is also a producer, so the executive producer, and Kristen Bell, so you know it's it's supposed to be seen as a comedy. And Donna's the one who told me about it. I saw it on my carousel as well, but I was unsure about it, and she's like, Dawn, you have to watch this. It's so funny. <laughs> and when she said that there's funny things about a child dying, I'm like, how are they going to do that? But seriously, <laughs> they pull it off. Yeah, there's only really eight episodes, is. too. So, we, yeah, you yeah, can get through it. I'm halfway through. Four hours. Uh, and just... It's just so cheesy. All the Lifetime movies, all the mystery movies about like the the girl on the train and yeah. the, the girl with the dragon tattoo and just all of these. It, it follows all of those. And she, most of it is her watching what's going on in the neighborhood while drinking this enormous glass of wine. Yes. And she's like, what? What's Getting going in the on now? Oh, yeah. It's really funny. Oh, Everybody should give it a shot. You have to have a dark sense of humor. But what's the, What's the full title again? The Woman in the House Across the Street. From the girl in the window. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you're you're sitting there going, "What is happening?" This She's is falling so in weird. love. It's, it's like, like so uh, typical, but so, so funny uh, how they twist it. Yeah, Somebody so responded good. to you guys on Twitter, and they're kind of saying what uh, Lex is saying. Uh, Vicky says it's good. I kept waiting for more. It's missing something. Mm. Satires can be so good. This is just confusing. Mm. Yeah, I think that maybe. And she watched them all. Oh, maybe she. Did. she you know, I think that I'm not saying anything about her as a person because I don't know you, Vicky. But I think you have to have a twisted sense of humor to oh, like this. Right. Oh, and okay. maybe some people just I can see how some people it wouldn't resonate with them and they wouldn't really get it. Well, we all can confirm uh, if anybody on the show is twisted. It's McLean. That's true. <laughs> yes. yes. It's true. And Donna is just as dark as i am yeah. <laughs> we are weird but i think that you guys will like it lex you'll yeah. like it once you get into it oh because I already, you also have yeah oh yeah i already like it because it's so weird I'm like what is i want to know what's happening and why and yeah, yeah you just gotta get yeah once you and, get in to pass like the third one okay plus they're so short i love short shows yeah I, that's that hearing you say that you can't wait you can't stop yeah. second the fact that they're under 30 minutes, that's it's, appealing yeah. to me nowadays. It's 26 minutes, and then like three minutes of it are title or um, the credits at the end. So it's like 23 minutes. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's real Just good. Just try one out. Yeah.
Okay. Yeah. On Netflix, everybody. When we come back, the TV taste test continues. I will uh, tell you if the and just like that season finale landed the plane appropriately. Next. I love school and I love learning. Jason, who was your favorite teacher? Mrs. Freeze from third grade. She made learning so much fun. I mean, looking back now, I see how teachers have to continually learn to be great teachers. You are so right, Jason. And that is what St. Mary's University of Minnesota can provide with their Master of Arts in Education program. It is designed for educators who want to keep learning to advance their careers. Especially if you want to build your skills and curriculum and instruction, mental health, or culturally responsible. Responsive teaching. You'll learn from top-notch educators who have a wealth of classroom experience to share. The best part of St. Mary's is at the heart. Their faculty and staff are the people who get to know you and all become your allies on your educational journey. To learn more, head to smumn.edu or my talk keyword St. Mary's. Welcome back. Coming up in the 8 o'clock hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning. The moment we've been waiting for all week. Dawn McClain reviews the Academy Award nominated New in Town with Renee Zellweger and Harry Connick Jr. Mm Mm-hmm. Horse movie reviews at 8.30. Uh, But right now, I watched the season finale of And Just Like That, the Sex and the City reboot on HBO. And um, I'm going to issue this. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. I've been very critical of the show, as has uh, most of the reviewing uh, media. Um, Every episode airs, and there's some, whether it's BuzzFeed or Vogue or British Vogue or Vulture, um, which, by the way, I have a Vulture, a physical Vulture story coming up later. There's another little tease. Um, Ripping an aspect of every single episode. And... Some justified, and some I have realized this show, for some critics, was doomed from the start. Um, And this kind of hit me like a brick yesterday. And I was realizing that this was always going to be hyper-criticized the moment it was announced that Kim Cattrall was not going to be in this and that there is bad blood between Kim and Sarah Jessica Parker. I'm not saying all the critics are skewed by that and they're looking at the show through tinted glasses. Um, But I was reading, I went back yesterday afternoon and I was reading some reviews of the first couple episodes from, from a particular critic. I did this with three critics and then I went back and I read their reviews of these later episodes and all of them had this Samantha thread. And I thought they are on team Kim. So no matter what SJ does, no matter, you know, and I'm not saying every critic does this, but it was, it was an interesting little pop culture experiment that I did my, with myself yesterday. Um, hmm. And I didn't like the first few up. Ep- I didn't capital L love the first few episodes. I thought their social commentary was heavy handed and eye roll inducing. I thought they tried to do too much. I think they only needed two new friends, not three. As we said yesterday on the program, um, trying to service basically eight to nine characters in a 27 minute or, you know, 30, 40 minute show. It's hard so I think they tried to do too much, and it it uh, the new characters fell flat because of it. Some of them, 
and uh, they didn't pay proper attention to the characters they already had. So that's now that I'm looking at the season uh, in its totality, that's what I want to say about that. Do you feel that way about after watching the finale now? Nope. Nope. I am very excited for a season two. Colin looked over at me and he goes, they got that all. They, they now we're now we're ready. They got they had to get all the foundational stuff done well, to take Mr. Big out of it, too, because apparently well, he was in like a, a flashback. Right. Well, so. and let me tell you, it is very clear <laughs> knowing a little bit about television. It is very clear where that scene was supposed to be. Oh, um, uh. And you can tell that they had to do some trickery. Here's a little bit of the trailer that sets the tone for this final um, episode, and then we'll talk about it on uh, on the other side. Um, take a take a listen here, John. He died. I know John died. Where are his remains? Next to my very best shoes. I need to think more about where John might want to be. If you're trying to reach me, blink. Jay asked me out to dinner with their family. Nana, abuela, this is Miranda. Sit, so we can start. Start what? What about that internship? I'm following my heart here. How'd it go? Charming, lovely. Mm. Oh, sorry, you're with someone? I know where he wants to be. I don't want to hear a word about the hot fellas being here. I needed the help. Um, so Carrie, this whole episode is really about, you hear, um, her talk about where John should be. She has this lamp and it's really cute. And I thought of Dawn because of spirits and stuff and, and it sounds corny, but it's done really well. She's laying in her bed and there's a lamp above her bed and it keeps, um, going on and off. And she kind of looks at it lovingly and she goes, you heard her in that clip. She's like, if you're trying to tell me something, <laughs> just just tell me, like, blink. Because it starts to do that after she goes on a date. She finally decides to go on a date oh, okay. with a really nice guy, a teacher. And she comes home and she jokes. She goes, I think Big's pissed. She tells the girls. She goes, I think Big's pissed. So she's laying there and the, the light keeps blinking. So she takes it to get fixed. And there is, in fact, a, a wire missing. Or, like, it does need fixing. So she's kind of bummed. And she goes to bed that night. And then that is when she has um, she has like a dream. And you know that this is where that scene was supposed to be. Oh, <laughs> you know that she oh. was supposed because what oh, they had filmed. Well, you know what, Don? It made me sad because it was I know. Look, and I said what I said a few minutes ago because I know and you guys didn't like it either. And I again, I did not love the first yeah. three and episodes that's all I watched. So I can't really judge. Yeah. I, know, was, but, I think that the big the big thing and his whole controversy in real life uh, was the biggest roadblock, even beyond Samantha. I think a lot of us as fans can get past the fact that she's not there. Well, and I have news about that. So, um, again, spoiler alert, everybody, but we have to talk about this. Spoiler alert for fin- the finale of Just Like That. So, um, she has this dream, and what was filmed was a beautiful carriage ride in Paris. Mm. And that was actually filmed with SJ and, and Chris. And, um, and she was supposed to see this image, but in the dream, 
she only saw that bridge. Remember, guys, from the series? And Dawn didn't see it, but mm. the series finale, Lex. Yes, yes. The bridge in Paris. Yep. She sees that bridge. And then she wakes up and she's like, that's where we rekindled. That's <gasps> oh. where. So they're going to Paris. So it was it was a little kind of a goosey. If you're a longtime fan, it was yes. a little bit of a very sweet moment. Again, spoiler alert. So for whatever reason, I won't tell you why. I'll leave some surprises. Um, Miranda is unable to accompany her. And Charlotte mm. decides not to. And Samantha oh. is involved. Um, and what happens in Paris. I won't say anything, but right, Samantha... Samantha lives in Paris now, right? And she or lives London? in Europe. She lives yeah. in London. Okay. Um, but Samantha is in this episode in a really great way, in a very satisfying way. <gasps> and, really? Well, I mean, don't... And it's not Kim. Well, I'm not going to tease you. It's not Kim, but just... They do a really nice job uh, okay. with Samantha. And, and they do a really nice job with Samantha and Carrie. They land that plane... Well, the ride could continue, but they land that plane for this season in a really beautiful and realistic way. And she goes to Paris at night in this beautiful dress. It's a fashion moment, so it's a great carry moment. You'll you'll see the images on social media today. It's a fabulous dress. And she says goodbye to Big, and she closes that chapter. And then, you know, as shows do when they're doing a season finale, you know, you 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 go to each character. Um, Miranda has a landing. Um, Charlotte has a very cute um, landing. And Carrie has a new beginning. And it's really cute. And it's very Sex in the City how it ends. Um, and I was very satisfied. It made me, the, the show, the finale made me happy. And it was, it was very Sex in the City in, in a few ways. That's all I'll say about that. Interesting. It was very Sex in the City. Can I skip all the episodes and just watch the last one? I was just going to say that, Lex. Um, You know what I would do, do, Lex? Lex, you know what I would do? I would um, watch maybe the last three. Okay. Oh, all right. Because the penultimate is really, you heard me say last week, the penultimate's really good. Yeah. It's emotional. It's a great moment with Steve. Steve has a good moment where he's trying to figure out what the F is up with Miranda. Well, you know, this it pained us to say that... We didn't like this, so I, I'm. I actually do hope that there is a second season, so that they can just forget about at least the first half of this yep. current mm, season yeah. and do what they do best because it just it felt overwhelming. It was too many themes. It just I, oh, it did not feel like Sex in the City. So if the ending felt more like that, and that's more the path, because maybe it is a blessing that what's his face is a d bag, yep. because then they were able to maybe rejigger a few things at the end <laughs> to set up for a second one. And let's hope that they have that opportunity because mm-hmm. they had a lot of roadblocks. Mm-hmm. Well, for fans, there are. Let me tell you like this. Us. We have to go, but okay. I will say this. There, <laughs> there are a lot of opportunities for season two. <laughs> All right. And uh, if I'm HBO and I'm, and I'm SJ and mm-hmm. I'm Ma- Michael Patrick King, I will tell you this. Recast her. She ain't coming back. Um, but Samantha should. Recast? And, oh, a Samantha character. Ah. Yep. Sharon Stone, come on. Uh, Char- I'm, oh, Sharon Stone, uh, my yeah. Gosh, that would without be a doubt. Um, we need to move on from Kim Cattrall. We also have to go to break, but we have to move on from Kim Cattrall. Yeah. 
I think, but I do not think we should be some, we should not have no Samantha just because of Kim. I think we should recast that role. I really do. And this episode makes the case for it. Just going to say that to me. 742. Uh, When we come back, uh, I saw Jackass Forever. Next. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. I'm Jace with Lex, Don, and Kenny. Coming up at 830, Force Movie Review with Don McClain. But right now, a different type of movie review. How was the movie? How was the movie? How was the movie? How was the movie? My big fat movie review. I saw Jackass Forever last night. I decided I had a night. Uh, I had a Han Solo night. So I went to the movies by myself and uh, saw the first showing um, of Jackass Forever. And I loved it. I loved it. (laughs) You love Jackass, though. You always loved it. I have always, I I know it doesn't seem like a, a, a franchise that I would like. Yeah. But I love it. I love it very, very much. And I don't know why. And I kept thinking two things during the movie. Number one, boy, oh boy, do we need these cheap laughs right now? <laughs> um, Peter, Tra- you know, um, yes. from Rolling Stone, you know, Rolling, uh, Rolling Stone, the, the critics can be a little, a little hard sometimes, not as hard as the New York Times, but he's like, yep, it's the same uh, peen jokes and fart jokes and stunts. He goes, thank goodness. He said it's, it's blank and fantastic <laughs> because it is exactly what we need right now. Yeah. And I and then the second thing I thought is this is why I go to the movies. This is why we go to the movies. And I know Dawn, you've been to the movies um uh, a lot I mean more than than right. some of us. I looked around and even though I was by myself, I wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um we were all laughing like it was so much fun being in that theater with everybody going like this, oh, 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 oh my gosh! Oh. Well, <laughs> that's oh what I'm wondering gosh. because this is the latest and greatest Jackass movie. They have to take, they have to up their last movie. So, were some of these stunts really grown worthy and just hilarious <sighs> or uncomfortable? <laughs> All of that. Oh. I'm I'm gonna tell you. Look, there's no spoilers in Jackass. It's not giving anything away. I mean, they're stapling bits and putting stuff um, on fire. And oh, there is a there is two bits that one I couldn't wait to tell Kenny uh, and you, Lex, because it's animal related. I never realized how large vultures are. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Um. Yeah. I had no concept of how large those birds are. Yeah. First of all, that's not a bird. That is a dinosaur. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm not that's kidding. That's what hit my windshield and broke it on oh the way to Missouri. Gosh. A vulture? Oh, yes, a yes. Vulture? It cracked the whole thing and I, there was blood all over. Was it oh, a, a turkey vulture? Gosh. It was a turkey vulture, right? I don't know. Yeah, that's the, the, yeah. The, those are the ones we have in the Midwest, and yeah. then out in the West in the desert area, they have the this, the real really oh. angry dinosaur looking okay, prehistoric. Yeah. Um, oh, and they're so creepy. This oh. is the Kenny. This is that variety. It's like yeah. the old West vultures. Oh, oh, oh. Yes, it, it it was. I, I was obviously I'm leading with this. You can so you can tell it had an effect. Yeah, what so were they, they doing with the vulture? They tied Wee Man. On the ground, um, oh, and no. they tied Wee Man on the ground, 
and put meat around his uh, jiblies oh, and oh uh, into no. his into his speedos, like chunks of meat. And then they had the vulture go up to Wee Man, and the way this bird eats, like the he just like. I had to look it's away a couple times. Huh? Oh, it is. Yeah. And they and don't that, even chew it or, 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 oh, beak, that or beak. beak it or whatever. Oh. They just, I mean, this could have been a permanent damage. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I have to tell you something. Oh, my God. I have only seen the first movie. I can't stand Jackass. Really? You're scared. Yeah. The uncomfortable oh. factor. I, yeah. I get it. Like, I don't like seeing people get hurt. And getting okay. hurt on purpose really bothers me. There's another show out called uh, Practical Jokers. I also hate that. Oh, My son loves all of this stuff. Yeah. Yeah, Impractical, impractical Jokers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I do like that that show, but you're right. But, this oh, is extreme. I can't believe you're into this stuff. I, it shocks everybody. No, it shocks everybody that knows me. But I, well, why do you think I went by myself? Colin had no interest in going, and yeah. I and I love it. I, I would and I don't know a, why. I, send me to a rom com. I'd rather go to a rom com than watch yeah. this. <laughs> There's another sequence though that Lex. I this is where I wish you would have been with me because I cur, I bend I was bent over in my chair laughing so hard <laughs> with the audience. There was a couple next to me and we were both wiping the guy and I were wiping our tears from our eyes. <laughs> Johnny lies to the cast. And he tells the cast that um, he is doing a stunt where he is going to kiss a rattlesnake. Oh boy! So he puts, uh, he says, "Now I don't know what combo I want with me, so we're gonna we're gonna shoot this, and I want two and two and two. I want you guys to divide into twos. So he puts, you know, different. There's like six rooms, so he divides the cast into twos." So all the guys, and now there's a woman in the cast. There's a newbie. Mm. So they're all sitting in these rooms in twos. So Johnny lied to them and uh, acts like this and pulls the, the snake out in each room. And then the crews close the door, locks it, and turns off the lights. I don't get why that's funny. That and Johnny... Johnny is wearing night vision goggles. He called the stunt Silence of the Lambs. So he's wearing night vision goggles, and the guys don't don't know that there's really not a rattlesnake in there. Oh. And they they are freaking oh, out no. in the dark. <laughs> and I am laughing like so hard because they they are so like one's curled in the corner, and then the uh, and then one of them finds a door and it opens, and he thinks that he's <laughs> he thinks that he's found freedom, but then they have tied cast iron pans from the ceiling in this room. So when they open the door and they think that they're free, they run and they run right oh. into these cast <laughs> iron pans. <laughs> Oh, we, oh my gosh! It, the way that they taped that too was oh hilarious. It was. I, I look. I realize some of you listening are going. I can't believe, like Kenny said, that you like this. I don't know what this. It's a part of my brain that I don't often exercise, um, but I enjoy it. And it was just a cheap hour and a half laugh. And <laughs> um, and and. Now, the very end is where you see Johnny really get hurt. He talked about this on Howard Stern a couple days ago. Yeah. He had a bull. They did a bull, a stunt with a bull. 
And Johnny went to the hospital and the doctor literally told him, you have to stop this now. You, you can't do this anymore. And Johnny even admitted that, okay, we're, we're done with stunts with bulls. Um, yes, thank you. Yeah. So I that was kind of the end of the vultures movie. Vultures on that list. But, yeah. Uh, vultures, come on. Oh, God. It, it, or animals. It, oh, yeah. The, the vulture was just, I, the takeaway for me in that scene was I just had no concept of how large those birds are. Uh, yeah, Lion King doesn't do a good job no. of depicting that. <laughs> no, it does not. Are these D-bags making at least five mil a piece to do oh, this? Oh, they're making a lot of money, believe me. I, I'm, they just all... trying to, I'm trying to figure out how much you'd have to pay. Yeah, what's your price? Five million <laughs> cash. Yeah. Cash. Yeah. yeah they ma- they're, they're making and money, they're, believe me. Yeah, and I want something on the back end, too. Yeah. Give me a percentage. Jackass Forever, now available in theaters. We're going to take a break. Uh, When we come back, Alexis has a sneak preview of Killing Eve Season 3 and Drag Race, UK versus the world, and a little later, Forced Movie Review, next.